And so I had to sit and ask myself, when was the last time I felt like myself? When was the last time that I was sure that I was free? And the answer that came was surprising to me. Here's the thing. I don't want to be anyone but myself. I'm not interested in looking outside of myself to find myself. I've been following a lot of women who've been talking about up-leveling, who have been talking about becoming the woman of their dreams. And I love the journey. I love what they're saying. I love what they're preaching, taking life into your own hands, becoming the best version of yourself. But sadly, a lot of people who are following that trend are leaving themselves behind. A lot of people who are following that trend are trying to find themselves outside of themselves, thinking a new job, a new career, right? A new location, a new bow, a new car is going to change their life somehow. But the thing is, these wonderful new things are wonderful and great, but at some point their sheen is going to wear off and you're going to be left with yourself. You're going to be back to square one again. And so if you don't deal with the internal, right, the internal issues, the internal you, you in a new dress, you with a new bow, you in a new car, it is going to be you at the end of the day, dressed up in all these new things. It's not going to be enough. It's never going to be enough. And I could see myself falling into the trap of seeking everything outside of myself to find peace, to find love, to find joy. Heck, I even want to move out the country. That's one of my goals. But I know that if I move to another country and don't deal with the internal issues of myself, then I will never be free. I will never feel like the woman of my dreams because the woman of my dreams is not burdened with the things that I'm burdened with now. So that left me with the question, how do I become the woman of my dreams if I cannot find out who she is? And it took some time. It took some thinking. But I think a lot of people are trying to find themselves when they are not lost. They're just buried. They're buried underneath all of these expectations, all of these rules, all these all of these disappointments, all of these fears that people placed on us. We have almost become molded into these beings. And then we turn around. We don't know who we are anymore because we've left behind our childhood self because our childhood self is who we really are at the core. A lot of us left behind who we really are, seeking love, acceptance, belonging. And we wonder why we feel so out of alignment. We wonder why we feel so disconnected from ourselves. We wonder why we don't know who we are. When people ask us the question, who are you? We have no idea because we left ourselves back in 1993 somewhere. <laughs> I didn't know how to answer who was woman of my dreams because I think I was trying to mold myself after everyone else out there. Sure, people have aspects and personalities and little things about them that I enjoy, but they are not me. They're not inherently me. It would be great if I could travel the world. It'd be great if I could be an acclaimed artist, right? All these things, though, would not make me. Because even if I had all these things and I was not comfortable or happy or at home with myself, none of these things would be fulfilling. And so I had to sit and ask myself, when was the last time I felt like myself? When was the last time that I was sure that I was free? And the answer that came was surprising to me. It was when I was a child. When I was a child, I was free. I dreamed. I believed. I had faith. I, I had faith in the goodness of life. I believed that I was enough. I believed that I was beautiful. I had no thought of me not being good enough. I had no thought of me having to earn my worth because you come into this world and you're told that you are loved and that you are appreciated just for existing. But somewhere along our journey to adulthood, we're taught the exact opposite, that you are what you worth. You are what you earn. You are what people say about you. You are the person that people say that you are. And so we're taught to throw away our whole definition of ourselves to conform in a world that does not love us or appreciate us just for existing. 
It only appreciates the thing that we do for the world. And so my worth became so embedded in my output, in my work, in my achievements, in my money, in what other people thought of me that before I knew it, I was living in a jail cell. I was living in a prison of other people's opinions and their ideas of what my life should look like. And it wasn't until I got quiet with myself and said, okay, who was my childhood self? What did I do? What did I enjoy about being a child? That I was able to find the answers to the woman of my dreams. So the woman of my dreams is my seven-year-old self. She was free. She was fun. She was not burdened with other people's opinions. She was wild. She was adventurous. She was daring. She was not fearful. Growing up, I was always to myself. I did not like people talking to me, did not like people touching me, did not like it. I stayed to myself and to my parents. However, I was still free. I was still loved. I felt so light. I felt so safe. But the older I got, the less safe that I felt. When I went to the school system, people were making fun of me. I was bullied heavily. I was told that I was ugly. I was told that I was too tall. I was told that I was too weird. I was told that my art would not work out. I was told that I would never be successful by peers, by teachers, by parents. And at some point I started to believe them. And I started to believe that who I was was not worthy of love, was not worthy of kindness. It was not worthy of me remaining friends and tied to that person. So I divorced myself from my childhood self, seeking love, acceptance, and belonging. I bought into the lie that if I became who people told me that I had to be, then I would be loved. But even when I became that person, I still was not loved. It was still conditional. It was still fragile. People kept moving the goalposts. And so I became this, you know, ungrounded version of myself, chasing the wind, chasing people's expectations, chasing people's words and their opinions and their approval. And I lost myself. I was so disconnected from myself. So how do you find yourself? You're not lost. It's really going within, taking off all this debris, all this weight, all this armor that we have either put on ourselves or other people put on us, trying to remain safe and loved. We have to do the work of really questioning our beliefs, questioning why we do what we do, questioning why we don't like something, why we don't try something, why we're fearful of something. It's really about questioning why and where these things came from that we get to the heart of the issue and the heart of who we really are. Do you not like people or are you afraid of rejection? Do you feel like they won't get you? Are your dreams really unrealistic or do you just believe that you don't have the talent to make it? Like, what is the real truth? The truth is, if I was a child who could contribute nothing, who was a dependent, and I was worthy and loved and valued, then me as an adult is still worthy, loved, and valued. There is no change in worth. There is no change in value. There is no change in love. I just have to come to love myself before anybody else does. So for me, the woman of my dreams is my seven-year-old self, is home, is to be home with myself. But how do we come home to ourselves? I feel like the number one step is to become more childlike. Literally, I am making a list of all the things I enjoyed as a child, all of my dreams, all of my discoveries, all of my interests, and I'm chasing those things again. And when I find that I'm sitting out there blowing bubbles and having fun and being present with myself, I'm connecting to my child self. And therefore, I am healing myself and becoming the woman of my dreams, a woman that is well-rested, a woman that believes and hopes for good for good things, A woman who knows her worth, who knows her value, a woman that dreams and pursues her dreams, a woman who does not think that her worth is tied to how much she creates, how much she makes, or the worth that the world puts on her, a woman who is centered, who is present. And it makes me question, what exactly was it about being a child that made me feel free? And it was the ease. It was 
the love. It was the unconditional love, not love based on what I can do for you, not loved based on what grades I got, not loved based on what money I made, not loved based on what other people said. It was that internal love, that knowing, that safety, that openness, that freedom, that no matter what I do, I am good enough. I am enough and I am loved. I feel like when I was younger, the capacity for belief was so great. It was so big. The world was my oyster. The world was infinite. My choices were infinite, right? But I feel like the older I got, the bigger I got, the more I grew, the less my belief grew. If anything, my belief actually shrunk because of the programming and the indoctrination of this country that we live in. That says that you can only go this far. You can only do these things. You will always only be this person. I started to believe those lies and those lies fed my belief about myself. I lost the magic of my life. It became so hard and arduous and rough. Like I lost the magic. I lost the presence, the being able to see the tree sway in the wind and see the beauty in that. I lost the magic of laughter with my friends. I lost the magic of believing in myself, of my imagination, because this world will take everything from you, including your imagination. And your imagination is the key to freedom. Because if you cannot imagine freedom, if you cannot imagine a better life for yourself, you won't chase that life. So they take that imagination from you so you don't dream of anything different or better or more. Or they feed you dreams about what is better, what is different, what is more, right? So we're taught to buy the fancy car, the fancy home, to get married, to have the kids, because this is what success looks like when we never really checked in with ourselves to see what we think success is, what we like, what we enjoy, what we really dream of, and to be brave enough to chase those things. Capitalism is an all-consuming thing. It is an all-consuming system that literally costs you your dreams, costs you your years, costs you your energy, your vitality, everything in exchange for a promise that one day you will be enough, that you will have enough. And I think at some point as a child, I believed that. I believed that if I do these things, if I please my parents, if I please these teachers, if I please society, if I live in a way that is acceptable to everyone else, then I'll be worthy and loved, right? But what I found is that it's never enough. It's never enough. It is never full. It is never satisfied. There was, there's always more. And instead of me trying to become more or become different, it's time that I become myself. It's time that I come home to myself. It's time that I take my childhood version of myself and hold myself by the hand and say, I love you. You were always enough. I am so sorry for leaving you behind. Let's go live this one beautiful life together. And right now I don't have all the answers, right? I'm just experimenting. I'm trying new things, but I do have a few questions that I'm asking myself and I'm going to share these with you so that you can consider those as well. The first question is, what did you enjoy as a child? Be clear, be honest, write down the first things that come to mind. If it was playing tag, write that down. If it was playing sports, Write that down. If it was sitting up under your grandmother watching her knit, write that down. Write down the things that brought you pleasure and enjoyment as a child. Second question. Who were you before the world told you who you had to be to be loved and valued and seen? Who were you? Were you crazy? Were you were you fun? Were you adventurous? Were you shy? Who were you before the world told you who to be? And answer that question without judgment of who you are now and who you were before. Just be honest with yourself. There are no wrong answers. The third question, what did you dream of as a child? Did you want to be an astronaut, an astrophysicist? Did you want to be a firefighter, a police officer, a teacher? Did you want to be a singer? Did you want to be a dancer? 
write down these questions and be honest. There is no embarrassing answer. It is not embarrassing about what you want it to be. And I would love for y'all to share the answers below in the comment section as well. I would love to hear your answers. Um, I really feel like answering these questions will help you start getting in touch with your childhood self. If you leave room for there to be childlike play and, and childlike interest in conversation, then your childhood self will show up. Number four, what would you say to your child self now? I'm sorry. I love you. I'm back. I see you. You're loved. What would you say to your child self? Number five. At what point did you stop being a child? Did something happen or did something not happen? I think for me, one of my answers is when my parents split up. When my, when my father left, I feel like my childhood self kind of rolled into herself and I left her behind. I also feel like in school, trying to be accepted by my peers, I left my childhood self behind. So be honest, at what point in your life did you stop being a child? Did you feel like you had to grow up? Did you feel like you had to leave yourself behind to fit into a box that would make you loved and enough? And the sixth question I have is what would your childhood self say to you? I missed you. I'm happy you're back. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for coming back for me. Y'all feel like I'm gonna cry. <laughs> what would your child self say to you now? I'm proud of you. You're beautiful. Wow. What is our life like now? Think about those questions and answer honestly. And I would love to hear your answers. So please share them below. The reason why I'm saying to ask yourself these questions is to get started on the journey, to get started reaching back to your child self, right? To get started listening to what your childhood self has been trying to tell you this whole time, that you were enough, that you are loved, that they want to play with you, that they want to see you, that they want to spend time with you. And again, there are no wrong answers. There is no judgment and there is no shame. When I was a child, life was easy. It was easy for me to live. It was easy for me to thrive. It was easy for me to play. But life has become so complicated the older I have gotten. And I have lost the art of living, of being in the moment, of being present. And if you struggle with that as well, I made this video just for you about remembering to live. Don't forget to live. Love yourself because you are enough and you have always been enough.